Welcome everyone to an episode of Two Men No Hope. Episode 73. I would never have fucking thought we got this far, man. That's fucking 70. mental. Don't know how many hours, Jamie, that is. It's got to be well over... Well, we started doing two-hour episodes about halfway in, so we've got to be fucking like nearly 140 hours. That's fucking crazy. And people are still trying to start from the beginning, which is mental. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, it all is worth it, Jamie, because as I sent you this morning, we had a fucking amazing... We love all our comments and everyone that takes the time to make a comment, but sometimes like it's it's when you set out to um achieve something and it comes across exactly as you want yeah. it. I yeah. think it's rare. Yeah, you know I mean. And I just wanted to quickly read out this comment, because um, it was just fucking So it was on iTunes, which is we don't get a lot of um listens on iTunes. But this listener says, you will instantly fall in love with Dan and Jamie. Readers email questions that they need advice on. And these two give their honest opinion just as though they were old friends. Real great show. And I was like, that's fucking five stars. That's exactly what we wanted. Five fucking stars. Yeah. Without a doubt. So thank you. We really fucking appreciate it. Um, While I remember, because we always forget. Uh, whatever you follow us on like, or anything like that, please hit that follow button and um, and leave us a, a like. But we may have some new content coming up, so make sure to hit that follow button and you'll get notified as soon as anything happens. Just keep you up to date and you don't get to miss out on anything that we end up doing. How are you doing, Jamie? For sure. Uh, I am okay. I've, I've like literally just, as you know, just ran in the door and fucking jumped straight on. So I'm a little bit buzzed still. But... Uh... <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm good i'm good um i've got a exciting little game for you this week which we'll do oh, after i've hell. spoke to you <laughs> it's, it's not it's nothing too like general knowledge it's bit i think it's right up your street it's definitely depraved anyway i know how you feel now when i've 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 come at you with two games that you have no idea about <laughs> Um, it's the unknowing, Jamie. It's the unknowing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've had a I've had a good week. I'm looking forward to the end of the week. I'm going to to do the horse racing event that I do every year, where I get like the the free tickets and get absolutely smashed over at a horse racing thing. And th- this time, I'm dressing up as a peaky oh, blinder. So. Uh, Oh, well, you wear a, you're pretty much close to that anyway, like a fucking trench coat and a waist. Essentially, coat yeah, yeah. I'll be. I normally wear a suit. Last time I had to wear a fucking dicky bow, didn't I? But this oh, time yeah. round, I'm going to be wearing a hat, which obviously suits me down to the ground. So I'm a happy man. Are you going to be wearing a a um, yeah flat cap? That's going to be fucking. weird. The thing is, what what confused yeah, me because I relooked at the ticket today. I thought it would be when you're actually at the race course the whole day, they want you dressing up. But it's only in the evening when we get back for the event in the evening. So there must be like a Peaky Blinder event. Because last year it was a casino event and they would put on like a whole fake casino 
for us to do like a Las Vegas theme. So this year there's right. going to be a load of Peaky Blinder themed stuff going on. So it should be quite fun. Okay, no, yeah, that sounds mm. pretty good. I uh, I hopefully this weekend we'll be doing Bollacool because last <laughs> weekend I went to I went to Glasgow, and now I've got the heartburn that's followed me. Uh, and, uh, Brian did warn you. Brian did warn you about that Chicago Town pizza. It wasn't as like so. I I enjoyed it a lot more because when it came, it was saucy, but it wasn't as much as like he was saying. Yeah. So it wasn't very authentic. But fucking hell, man, that was a good fucking pizza. And so we're trying to do more TikToks. So I've been that whole weekend. I was doing like videos and stuff like that. And I have like video of me eating a pizza, which if you follow our socials, which I hope you do, you would have seen me eating it already. And I was like, got back to the hotel room and I was like, fuck, I didn't even video the dessert because it came out and I was like, oh, and I just started fucking eating it. (laughs) (laughs) So so the video is going to get cut short. There's no fucking dessert. But the fucking cocktails in that, man, were mental. It's so good. Yeah, they looked good. The, fi- the pictures you were sending me, I was like, mate. Yeah. I'd be straight on that. I um... we'll have to um, get the bus when you... If, the next time you and Charlotte come up, we'll get like the bus for the day to Glasgow. Yeah, it's a good idea. Do we'll say just like fucking... that. Different city oh, as well. There's some good fucking places there as well. And it's cheaper than Edinburgh. Because I was saying to people at work about it, and they were like, well, Glasgow's more of like a working man's not i say working man a working person's town so it's not like extravagant or like well yeah Ed- you know, you've got to think edinburgh is the capital in it so the capital is always going to be fucking expensive it's like going to london it feels like edinburgh is like flashy yeah so like i think that me and you would fit in more in glasgow even though apparently they hate the english but i didn't find that um and then you i always feel a little bit out of place in edinburgh like everyone's fucking got ties on and are wearing dresses with their tits hanging out and shit like that. <laughs> it's just like, oh. I, um, Charlotte spoke, spoke to me um, when you were putting all, up all the Instagram stuff and that. And she was like, I thought Dan's lactose intolerant. He's eating a pizza. <laughs> and I was like, he's probably taking a tablet or something. <laughs> so don't worry about it. She was like, has uh, he been I'm lying not- to me? So he, I don't give him lactose for no reason. I was like, no, nah, he's not lying. I was, I was literally like, I'd cut. So it's one of them pizzas is really fucking hard to cut, by the way, because the crust is so high. Mm. So I'm like trying to cut through it. And I'm like picking the pizza up. The mozzarella's going everywhere. I've got like a fork in one hand trying to wrap the cheese around the slice of pizza because there's so much cheese hanging off of it. I was just about to take a bite and Sabina goes to me, have you taken a tablet? And I was like, no. She's like, take one. And I'm thinking, all I'm thinking to myself is like, I just want to take one bite. What are you fucking doing to me? Just leave me alone. And I was like, okay, I had to put it down. And then when I picked it back up, I had to wrap it all up again because it all come undone. I was like, ah, oh. but it, it still was fucking good. But the next morning, so... The hotel that we had booked unknowingly was next door. Oh, really? Fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was right next door. So you didn't have to go too far. So, um, Sabina fought like a fucking champ. So I ate half of that pizza, and she had like two and a half slices with starters and stuff like that. And she couldn't move. So, um, yeah, the next morning we had breakfast. Was included, so we got up at like nine. We didn't have to check out till twelve. Yeah. And I'd already been up and so had she going to the toilet. 
as you would for someone that eating cheese that shouldn't. And we go down and I've piled up my plate. I've got like beans and sausages and bacon and all that. Sit. I sit down, take a bite of a sausage and then my stomach's like, nah, that's not staying in, Dan. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, Sabina, have you got the key to the room? And she's like, you need a poo, didn't you? And I'm like, I'm like, I need a poo 10 minutes ago. I was like, you need to give me the fucking key, guys. <laughs> and I took it and I went to the lift and we were the, on the second floor. So I was like, fuck the lift. And I fucking run up the stairs and it is one of those ones where, like, your trousers are coming off before you've got into the bathroom. Jeez. And then I did that, and I went back downstairs and finished my breakfast off. I'm sure. But, glad, um, I'm sure Charlotte would be glad to hear that that happened. She, she was like, "He's a bastard if he's been lying to me." <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish I'd turn around to Charlotte and be like, "Surprise!" <laughs> eat a big piece of pizza in front of her. <laughs> I. Uh... <clears throat> at the weekend I went out with um a couple of the lads to Miller and Carter on oh, Friday and God. we I've just getting over COVID, yeah. So I had probably about thirty percent taste going into Miller and Carter, <laughs> which just pissed me off the whole time because all I could taste was just meat, but no seasoning, nothing. And I'm just like eating it. And like I'm trying to act like I'm really enjoying it, but I was enjoying the beer more because obviously that was going down really well. Um, <clears throat> but obviously I've got the same problem you have when it comes to being allergic to shit with the bit when it comes to beer. I woke up the next day, I was like having to be rolled around the house. It was like my stomach was like inflated. Someone had like oh, put a man. pump to me and just pumped up my body, and I couldn't move. I was feeling like shit. I was like supposed to go to my mum's and I was just like, this is going to be the roughest day of my life. And it just wouldn't wash all day. Wouldn't go. It's like sick no, it feeling. Won't. Yeah. It was the worst. Yeah, man. I, st- I drink cider now, man. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not dealing with it anymore. <clears throat> Even like, because we went to Brewdog um, twice because it's an easy place for us just to go. Mm. And I just had the cider. Oh, and Sabina was like drinking hers really slowly and i thought myself back in the day i would just fucking chug hers as well but i'm like nah but i said to her i was like to me even like the flavored beer even like the only time i've enjoyed beer is in canada because when you get a drink over there like the can and it says a flavor on it it fucking tastes like that flavor whereas in uk i i think that all of them taste exactly the fucking same like I can't taste the difference. So like when I was looking at her and I was like, if that was a cake, I would fucking scutter that cake. Because it's a beer, I don't give a fuck. You can drink it yourself. I stick my cider. Yeah, you know, maybe, yeah. I like, I <clears throat> I am finding it really difficult not being able to drink beer. Like proper difficult. It's fucking doing me in. Because I don't want to be langered when I'm out drinking. Because obviously I'm out drinking on the session. But yeah. at the same time... Beer is the only thing that keeps me at a reasonable level. So then I end up just feeling like shit the next day, like putting myself through it. Nah. See, I'm quite happy with cider. I like the taste of it. Especially like blood orange. Thatcher's is really good. I've got a real thing for Thatcher's at the minute. I just can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Cannot do it. Just think of it. It's your five a day, Joe. So maybe apples. It's fruit. No. <laughs> Another another thing that shouldn't be involved with fruit. Oh yeah, well that's true. <laughs> I um when we we went to this um mini golf, crazy golf, I don't know what you would call it. Mm. And um 
we got there and we we're like oh let's order a drink and i was looking through the menu and i was like oh these all sound pretty good but so i was just like i'm just gonna ask for long ice ice long island iced tea that's my favorite and because it, it said on it other drinks you know classic drinks we can make so i asked and the woman was like no we don't <sighs> so i was like so then i had to panic order because i didn't actually know what i wanted and that's what i wanted so i just picked the first one on the menu and it was taking ages like she was doing something like her back was turned to us and then she turned around it's in a fucking martini glass it's bright pink and then she's got this like gun and i'm like is she gonna blowtorch my drink or something (laughs) and she gets out this little fucking saucer she starts filling all this liquid in it and that and i'm like looking at sabine i'm like what's she fucking doing and then she brings it over and she pulls the trigger and it it blows a big bubble of smoke Okay. On the top of your drink. Yeah. And then when it pops, all it smokes off. And I looked at Sabine, I was like, I've ordered the gayest drink. She's got like a gin and something. So it looks like a man, like a, a small glass. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm sta- she's standing there with a small glass that looks like she's got a fucking shot of something. And I'm standing there with a martini glass that's bright pink smoking. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm drinking it as quick as I fucking can. Like, I'm quite, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like, but I'm like, I can't, no, I can't do it. I'm like, scan it down. If I'm ever unsure, 95% of cocktail menus always have a margarita on it and I just go straight for the margarita. I can't remember. They had all these weird names in there, but sometimes, especially like when I went to that geek cocktail, the Star Wars one, I didn't know half the ingredients was in it. When I ordered that Bantha milk, one of them was made, like one of the ingredients was something that was made with milk. So I was like, I don't fucking know. Any, you know what I mean? What happened to just sticking... That's why I like um, the Long Island. Because it's just every alcohol that I know with some fucking juice. Yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of people I mean, get it. Because it gets you levered. <laughs> but it tastes good as well. Not just because it gets you levered. <laughs> it tastes if it's good. done right, it tastes good. I've been in some fucking holiday resorts where it's just 85% alcohol. And they haven't mixed it properly, and you drink it, and it's like fucking rocket fuel. I know that my drink's strong if I give it to Sabine and she takes a sip and her eyes go funny. And I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> it doesn't bother me. I'm just like, yeah. I was drinking fucking straight whiskey and absinthe when I was like 19. It doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So she's she's the gauge. She's your gauge. Right. Do you fancy the little game? Yeah, of course they do. The, the, the listeners love it. They do love it. It's a little... Uh... So, if everyone, anyone from the UK would knows the show Countdown. So oh, count, fucking hell. Countdown have a thing called Dictionary Corner, where you go there and you, you have to find out the answer to the, the... Like, what something means to make sure that it's correct. We've got Urban Dictionary Corner on Two Men No Hope. I'm going to be okay, asking you some is... words, Dan, and this, you're going to be having uh, this to might tell be a bit me. Easier. Huh? I was I was thinking to myself like you've just brought this to a guy that's technically learning to read on the podcast on a Wednesday. <laughs> but then when you said Urban, I was like, oh, that means letters are going to be missing and stuff. That's fine. I can do with that. <laughs> oh, don't worry. You don't have to spell. You don't have to spell. All you got to do is tell me the meaning to these fucking insane words and i'll give you some clues as well when it comes to it as well this is gonna be like the the young hip 
out of like, I'm out of touch. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say anyone hip is using these words. I would say it's more depraved sexual deviants are using these words because everything oh, okay. is like overly sexual. There's a lot of shit involved. <laughs> There's a just think that way. There's a lot of shit going on in this. Fucking hell. So, our first one is the Bosnian seesaw. What do you think that could mean, Dan? Oh, I thought I knew what it was then. Bosnian. I know there's a Bosnian something else. A Bosnian seesaw. I feel like it's going to be involved with like someone in the middle. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because obviously, like, and they're obviously you're sitting on someone. No, that won't be. That. So in my head, I had like someone on the front, someone on the back, but that's not a strange thing. You know what I mean? That's everyone does that. <laughs> Bos- Bosnia at the swingers clubs. Yeah, 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 that's just a normal Friday night. Um, <laughs> just because you said shit, I'm just imagining shit now. Like someone's shitting on their mouth and on their crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the Bosnian seesaw is when a man needs to pleasure two women at once so he attaches a strap on backwards onto his arse and thrusts backwards and forwards in a motion where he's going back to front between the women as they lay there fucking hell that's an exercise and a half right there I would never have got that I know um What's the other uh, the rhino and the the rhino and the unicorn or something, where it's like um, the guy puts a strap on on his head, oh yeah, and then they both go on all fours and he charges into the back of her. Yeah, I I it was called the horny unicorn and I was like, if I say that he's gonna know what that is because I was thinking he. Oh, is that what it was called? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The I, next I, one yeah. is duck butter. Oh, that sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I was going to do an advisory for the listeners. I'll do one now. <laughs> I'll do yeah, one. It's got you now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone that is of the uh, demeanour where they do not like dirty, horrible sexual sexual positions and sexual acts, um, I would <laughs> fast forward about a couple of minutes and uh, you'll hear the main show again. <laughs> I, th- I think if they've made it seventy-three episodes, they're g- <laughs> they're going to be pretty sensitive. I think this could push. I think this. I think this game could push some tolerances. Duck butter. So I know um, a rainbow kiss, but I'm feeling like that's sort of like similar li- lines. Um, duck butter. Duck butter. So it's got to be something with like jizz. Yeah, what I will give you as a clue is this hasn't hasn't got anything to do with an actual sexual act itself. It's more to do with someone individually. It's not someone like like jizzing on their own food and like using it, like spreading it, like <laughs> like jizzing on like a piece of toast and eating it. Somehow you're making it worse. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with someone jizzing on their own toast. You're going with that, yeah? So, yeah. duck butter is the combination of sweat from the ball sack to the anus that creates a buttery film on your gooch and bum hole. 
<laughs> occurring usually from an unwashed scrotum, creating an odour which worsens and thickens as the odour gets worse by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a fucking day at work, you know what I mean? That's when you'll come home and shower. That's where it collects. Uh, if any ladies out there that if when a man sweats it if he's wearing like a boiler suit or anything like that overalls that's where the sweat collects right between there absolute disgraceful i when i was like that was actually uploaded by multiple people i was thinking that that was actually a thing dirty bastard somewhere <laughs> right so your third one is the alligator fuckhouse <laughs> Now all I can think about is teeth. <laughs> teeth are involved. Teeth are involved. Because it's you can't. You're not gonna have an alligator without some biting here. And there's got to be a few death rolls in there. There is also death rolling involved. <laughs> I tell you what, we're not very creative people. You know what I mean? Um. So it's got to be at least a minimum of like four people. It doesn't say how many. Say. What there's a quote of what, someone saying it in a sentence that I'll say after. Okay, give me. A, please, can I have it in a sentence, Jamie? Last <laughs> night, Johnny surprised me with an alligator fuckhouse, and I came for about an hour and a half. I think the bite might have left a scar, though. <laughs> now I'm getting Halloween vibes of like fucking fake teeth. <laughs> <laughs> No, someone can't be like biting down on like a woman's vag and like rolling around. An alligator fuckhouse. Now with the sentence, it makes me feel like it's not multiple people. It's just a saying. Yeah, I would say it's like just an act between possibly two people. The bite left her. He's not banging her and then like biting on her tit and rolling around like the fucking floor or something, like throwing her about. That is close. That is close. I might give you that. I'm going to go with that. That's all right. I've got this image of like, yeah, just like holding on to her and like, but like sinking your teeth in and like <laughs> slamming against walls and shit. <laughs> it's a dextral, a, de- dextral? a daring sexual maneuver. Mid coitus, one person bites the neck of the other locks their arms and legs down, and goes into a death roll, all while, ma- all while maintaining insertion. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like a downshifting car, apparently. <laughs> a da- downshifting car? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like a, a, a hickey in the end of the day, isn't it? Like you're biting into their neck. Yeah, essentially. I remember getting fucking told off once for having a hickey. Yeah, they cause blood clots, don't they? Yeah, was, uh, my manager at the time went mental. Um, what are you supposed to do? Just tell him it's a vacuum cleaner. I, I didn't even notice it was there, innit? I was that into it at the time. <laughs> Fucking hell. I hate them. No, yeah, no I thanks. think if you get them now, then I think there's something going wrong in life. <laughs> I think it's I think like strictly for 16, 17 year olds, isn't it? I don't know. Do they even still do it? I feel like it's out of date even for them. I think fingering's out of date. I think they just go straight to eating ass now. I think they literally just go straight to eating ass. Get you got to get that good old duck butter, Jamie. Oh god, <laughs> scraping it up, <laughs> scraping it up. Next one, the Carolina, no Carolina mud flap. 
Oh, that just sounds like someone's got really, really hang- low hanging lips. <laughs> like, they're, like they're peppering them up and deep frying them, like in them some like chicken wings or something. <laughs> oh Carolina. no, I've just reread it. Carolina Mudflap. That's got to be your ass. Mudflap. So the quote from this one is: "I wasn't able to come, so I gave her the Carolina Mudflap. Then I got dub- then I got done double time." It's got to be something to do with the arse. It has to be. Carolina Mud... Oh, I don't know why. It's, I feel like if I say the name over and over again, it might click, but it doesn't. <laughs> if anything, it makes me feel a little bit wrong. Um, so it's got to be something to do with arse. So I reckon he's like... Pulled it out and then stuck it in there really quickly to give her a shock. That's close. That's close. It's a bit of double penetration that... situation going on here. So what happens is during vaginal double intercourse, penetration. Yeah, during vaginal intercourse, you insert your testicles into the woman's anus. <laughs> How the fuck are you supposed to do that? <laughs> and at quick succession as well. Like, there's no way your t- your nuts are going in a woman's ass. <laughs> there's no fucking way. <laughs> that's ho- that's awful, man. That is awful. Because there's the because um, I was thinking along the lines of like donkey punching, where you you like you're in their ass on and they're doing the doggy and you punch them in the back of their head so they tighten up, <laughs> like they're in the fucking UFC or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, your next one is the Tennessee abortion. This one's awful. I was going to say, I don't even want to guess this. This sounds fucking awful. This was awful. This has got to be something like, like you're nutting inside her and then you just give her a jab in the stomach or something. No, this actually, reading it now, it actually has nothing to do with sex at all. Well, it has something to do with the result of sex. The result of sex? The little quote is, if Wade gets repelled... So long as we have a grizzly bear on site, you can still have the Tennessee abortion. As long as you, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Why is no one just doing missionary nowadays? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> what's wrong with the fucking classics? <laughs> Tennessee abortion. I don't know. It's got to involve cum, isn't it? A grizzly bear. I've got no clue, man. I've literally got no clue. So the Tennessee abortion is giving birth directly into a mouth of a bear. Fuck off. <laughs> no one's ever done that. That's completely made up. Like, Could you imagine what bear's going to be like? Oh, I can smell it. It's coming. I'm just going to sit here with my mouth open. That was uploaded by Mr. Regan, 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 March 14th, 2007. Dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> right, your next one is uh, the Alaskan pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like two people's asses together and one shits in the other one. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's, a that's a pipeline, isn't it? It's almost. It's there's there, there's something going. There is shit involved. <laughs> there is shit involved. <laughs> Um, There's a quote here, hang on. Um, hey, Brian, want to come over for, and give me an Alaskan pipeline? 
You know I can't do that again. Dad will spank us. Oh, shocks, Brian. You know how much I love those. I know. Sorry, Andy. Is that supposed to be a woman to a bloke? It's to Andy to Brian. So I think they're supposed to be brothers as well. This is getting even weirder. If it's two blokes, it's going to be like um, his dick's in the guy's ass, and he like shits on his dick. It's worse. It's, somehow it's worse than that. There's only so like I'm really like I feel like I'm really like narrow-minded when it comes to these names. Like I can only see things as if. What makes imagine. me laugh is ninety-five percent of these names have like a state before them, so it's always like the Alaskan or like. The Pasadena or something like that, or the Alabamian. <laughs> I have to start our own, be like the Scottish and then the English. There was an Aberdeen one, but it was so horrible I can put it on there. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I'm going to go with the arse to arse shitting each other. Like, like Very a, close, very close. It it's the act of shitting into a condom, freezing it overnight, and then using it as a dildo the next day. I would have never have got that. <laughs> That's nothing to do with a pipeline. You know what I mean? That's completely fucking stupid. <laughs> Brian is the pipeline. Brian is the pipeline. That's what it is. <laughs> that should have been called something like the tree log or something. You can imagine how depraved my morning's been looking through this stuff. <laughs> uh, your next one is the Cleveland Steamer. Oh, fuck's sake, the Cleveland Steamer. I know that. Why the fuck can't I remember what that is, the Cleveland Steamer? It's probably, one of, the, uh, is... it's probably one of the less disgusting ones. Isn't it like squatting down on someone's chest and taking a shit? That's exactly it. Oh, yes. That's exactly I'm sure it, it was in Tenacious D. That's why I knew it. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I know I heard that from somewhere. I'm glad I got that then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the Alabama hot pocket. Oh God! <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to think of different places to put my shit now. Yeah, well, this is a, this now. does involve shit. Hang on, does it? Yeah, it does involve shit. There's uh, a lot I've of people using shit out. in sex now. I didn't realise. I got to try and think outside the box because that freezing it in a condom just threw me off. Like how. It, I don't even. It seems really stupid, but like I never put. To, I'm like, oh, if I put a shit in the freezer, it's gonna freeze. You know what I mean? I just imagine it all drying out, like you see a dog, like a grey dog shit. Well, I've, I've never even considered it. It's never even no. been in my consideration. No, like I would go to as far to say to someone if someone said it to me, I'd be like, "Does shit freeze?" <laughs> like. That's how. That's how less I've considered that. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be trying to figure out how to get mine in a condom because it would just be like I'd just shit everywhere on my hand. Yeah, but you got to like, like proper pull it out, in you? Well, yeah, like, mine would have to almost span the whole bowl. <laughs> um, what was this one called again? Something pocket. The Alabama hot pocket. <laughs> hot pockets. It's got to be fresh. It can't be frozen if it's going to be a hot pocket. But then hot pockets are like. A filling inside a crust, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, I, the I don't quote know. I is: wondering... Shania decided she needed a, some. Her vagina needed some lube, so her boyfriend performed an Alabama hot pocket. Is he shitting inside her vagina? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is that one way to sound... get ill with it that is one way to get yeah. ill there's no way she's not coming away with something down there yeah like 100 that's not happening <laughs> right so the next one's that's the rodeo weird. fuck and that's not the, not the classic too. rodeo oh I was going to say there's got to be some sort of fucking rope involved uh, rodeo fuck this is what's fucking hilarious that's good. <laughs> I'm all I'm all sex positioned out I don't know what I'm fucking doing now. <laughs> I feel like a child in sex ed. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, Who would have thought Jamie would turn the tables on Dan? Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, I think I tamed myself down. Like The last few games I've done have nothing to do with sex. No, that's why I thought I'd come out with a sexual one. Because it would be um, a surprise. Rodeo. If we can call shitting in people's asses uh, sexual. I feel like this one's funny because it's like you've got to be looking like something like a ro- like a rodeo clown like you've got to come out in like full makeup while you're doing it no that would be brilliant though that would make it better <laughs> that would definitely make it better <laughs> no i don't know uh, unless it's like something to do with tying you up like uh don't they tie the bull's feet like feet together so like tie oh, your hands and feet em. together and that yeah and then getting banged like that uh no so, right, so, cowboy fuck, enter the woman from behind, wrap one hand around and firmly grasp her breasts, bend her over and whisper in her ear, your tits are like your sisters. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with the fucking name. <laughs> and then maintain thrust for the full eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous this is like me going to oh Jamie I've heard this new sex move what you have to do is you have to lie on your back and then she lies on her front and then with your legs behind your head she sits on top of you and it's called snake bite <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I mean right. people just making shit up as they go yeah. this They're one home. I won't make you guess because it's ridiculous yeah Would you give me the name let me give me a couple of seconds to try and guess it Quabin Quabin a tab a twab no, no idea. Carry on. <laughs> so this is horrendous, yeah? So this is... When you're having sex with a seal... <laughs> yeah? And the seal pops out a baby seal. You then hit the head on the baby seal with a shovel. Then you then hit the mother on the head with the shovel. And then after the... For being a dumb seal and letting you have sex with her. Yeah? After you're done, poop on her. I feel like we're like in Alaska or something now. It's definitely something to do with Alaska or Canada. Can't you even fuck a seal? Like, is that a stupid question? The quote like, is, I feel like it'd be really when I went to the zoo, I quabbed a, a twab. <laughs> I quabbed a twab. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I just couldn't imagine it. Like, How would you even get that close to a seal to let it fuck you? To, to fuck it? I don't know. I I don't even know. Like there would have to be like uh, there must be like some kind of pouch to get into. I don't know. Oh. The anatomy would just throw me off. I'd just I'd yeah. open the gate and I'd be like, nah, this is too much. See you later. Animal sex is like the most fucked up thing. You know what I mean? It's like, especially like um, you know, uh, male cats have like barbs on their penis. Oh, do they? 
Yeah, yeah. So when that's why when you hear like cats screaming, so what happens is like the male cat. Everyone's getting anatomy lesson now. The male cat has sex with the female cat, and as he pulls out, it scrapes the inside to so the semen can get into the cat better. What the fuck? So that, that's why the cat screams because it scratches the inside of a vag. Well, fuck being a cat, then, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck being a cat. Seriously, there's some like I would not have a sex with any animal because it is fucked up. Yeah, well, I would hope so, Dan. Otherwise, the podcast won't last very long. <laughs> that that that's what's going to come out. We finally get famous, and there's a video of Dan with a fucking chicken or something. <laughs> no, no, thanks. Singing to it's, a it's goose the... on a Friday. You never know when it's going to shit either. Like you watch them, like if, well, no, you watch them, but you hear about people having sex with like cows and horses and that and i'm like it's just gonna shit on you you know what i mean yeah there so was a guy repeatedly arrested in yorkshire because he kept he wasn't even a farmer he just kept breaking into this farmer's field and the farmer would catch him at night and he was absolutely molesting the shit out of his cows he got arrested oh, like yeah. 20 times this guy there's that story about the guy that um got fucking kebobbed by a, a horse fucking him and he had to go to a hospital yeah, and basically like, yeah. Yeah, apparently the woman from insects. that animal I can't remember what it's called animal nursery or something got killed as well that famous old video how the fuck we got into like animal porn I don't know but um that's fucking mental man <laughs> welcome to the Hopefully... depraved world of uh, the urban dictionary there may be more yeah. episodes of the if the uh, listeners like it but I was hopefully I, they haven't switched off. Yeah, I was I was shocked, shocked. I thought it was just going to tell me slang words from my childhood. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah I thought you were going to give me like slang words, like I don't know, I don't know the hip words now. And then yeah, left field me right there. Oh, I don't know if I can continue on with these emails now. I feel dirty. <laughs> I've just had a shower as well. <laughs> I can't even remember any of them to bring up as jokes later on. <laughs> like, <laughs> Except the duck butter. All I can remember is the duck butter. Yeah, that stuck with me today as well. <sighs> right. Anyway, please remember that all the opinions in the show are those of the host. It should only be taken as food for thought. We are in no way telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of listeners and no information is shared to anyone else. If you are easily offended... You would be offended now, but by <laughs> but especially by people's opinions or views. And thank you for making it this far, but this is not the podcast for you to so see you later. And please enjoy the rest of the show. It is a lot tamer than just now. <laughs> Imagine if that's someone's first episode. I know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's a hook or not. I don't know. Um... Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm in my hot pocket. <laughs> Is that the the poo freezing one? No, no, that's... that's the shitting on the vagina. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to move on, Jay. We've got to move on. <laughs> oh, can you imagine someone's listening to this in their car on the way to work. They've got the window open, so feeling a bit peaky because it's a hangover day. Yeah, and it's like, oh, gonna be sick. Um, right. So it's the first time emailing. So it says today is the day which I decided to write into you guys. Oh no, again. Sorry, it's a new email thread. That's what threw me off. Um, it's been a tough year so far and I've been busy with work. I have 
I'm having my first week off since January, and I'm really enjoying the respite. I've been casually sleeping with a few girls since I've been off, trying to have some fun, but one has gotten a bit attached, and she seems to be thinking it's going a bit more than it is. When frankly, with work and my social life, I won't have the time for a relationship. I've made it clear it's just a bit of fun for me, but she is quite insistent to go on dates and keeps turning up at my place. She even caught me with another girl in my place and she doesn't seem to be too bothered by it. What do I do, gents? Oh, fucking... Like, if you catch someone with someone else, then you know that there's nothing going to happen. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some some people think they can change people. Though. That's the problem. Oh yeah, like you you don't know that you want a relationship. Yeah, like if if I keep going, he's going to change his mind. If I although that works enough. for um, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember which one it was, and it had um, D from Always Sunny. Oh yeah, and she not in these many words or this situation, but she was like, oh, when she first started working with Rob, they got on really well and stuff like that. And, and they were like having a little fling together. And he was the same thing. He was like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship. Yeah. He wasn't sleeping around, but he was like, oh, I'm not interested in anything serious. And she says on the podcast, she was like, we were going to end up together. He just didn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair to her they did and they've got fucking two or three kids now together yeah so it does it just goes to show but... what persistence can pay off sometimes but if i yeah. if if i was this listener the first thing i would do because he said he said got a few girls on the go i would end it with this girl don't carry it on if you're not yeah. interested just let her move on because it's yeah. cruel to her it's an inconvenience to you and you may enjoy a company, but if you're not enjoying a company enough to be exclusive, then don't do it. Don't do it. Learn from my mistakes, man. Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> well, both of us. Yeah, no, I agree. Like if, like if she was the only one you were sleeping with, then I, my opinion would probably be like, well, if you're not sleeping with anyone else, then maybe you do kind of want to be with her. Yeah. But if you've got that other option then yeah like it's easier for her like she's not getting it be like well then i don't want to i don't want nothing to do with you then yeah well yeah exactly and not, and not being rude yeah and just and just shut it down and just be like look you know i'd like oh, i hate that i'd like to still be friends bollocks but whatever you have to say that makes you feel like you've gotten your point across yeah, I, I like i wouldn't even go that far cuz she might think oh we're still friends we're still going to fuck and stuff I would just be like, uh, hey, sorry, I've, I've met someone else. Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad advice. Jamie, but Jamie is tactical as ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, um, okay, yeah, we're done. Or over. don't follow this advice, but this would be something I would have done in the past. I would create an argument for me to then get pissed off at her. And then that will be the way that we end things that I act as though I've finished it on a note that I am annoyed at her. So then she doesn't try to keep coming my way. And I've done that in the past and I wouldn't advise that, but it's happened. Creating your own drama. No, you want it to be done as like... Amicable as possible. 
yeah, yeah, to get rid of it. But yeah, no, I agree as well. Yeah, if you to a certain point, yeah, she may be like lonely or something, and be like, oh, do you want to meet up? And then you may at that point not have a woman, or she might be busy, and you're like, oh yeah, why not? And then you just started the whole fucking thing again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, because I've done that. <laughs> you can be weak. You can be weak-willed at one point, and sh- and she's in your bed again. So yeah, and then she thinks that you're now dating. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, just don't be horrible about it. But just I would just end it. Just give it a rest with that one. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think it's. I think it's uh, nicer to do for her as well. Yeah, even if she thinks you're gonna end up dating. Sorry, love. It's not happening. <laughs> I can't get rid of this fucking heartburn. Um, but let us know how it goes. And um, you mad shagger, carry on. Yeah, you know I mean, don't don't break any hearts, but uh, don't give up. Enjoy single. It's always nice. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you'll want to. Uh, that that whole like, oh, I'm not ready for my social life and stuff like that it just means that you haven't met someone that you want to find the time to be with yeah so um just keep enjoying yourself until you meet that person and then you'll be right because uh, i was the same i was i used to say the same thing like before i met sabina i'd be like telling myself oh you haven't got time with a podcast and and stuff like that and then sabina's like supportive to the podcast and stuff like that and i'm like oh Mm. this ain't bad this is quite nice having someone that is interested and then like wants you to continue with it and that and then you then you slot them in yeah and i think you need to meet someone that she's she was obviously very different to your previous uh um girlfriends as well where she was a lot more understanding and stuff like that where you where you didn't have that before that's obviously what the what you needed now, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But you also sometimes you think as well, like you meet some people and you think it's full on, like it's hard work. Yeah. Whereas, like when you meet someone that you do interested in, it's not hard work anymore. It's like they're just there. That's just they're just part of what's going on now. You don't think them as like a separate. I've got work, and then I've got to see this person, and I've got to do this, and I've got to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it is. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've got a guy that I'm trying to coach. Well, coach coach sounds like the wrong word. Trying to uh, talk through things with. He's just got into a relationship. He's just got into a relationship. They're two weeks in. He's on his fourth argument. I said, bro, it's not going to work out if you carry on going this way. Like, the girl was not for you. She She starts on him. She's, like, very needy for him. And he's, like, very standoffish. Yeah, and I was like, if you can't meet in the middle, it's never going to work. And I think it yeah. takes the right person for you to change the way you are. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I love the way that me and you are like two men now hoping it on the side, like just handing out free advice. Like oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about telling you that I'm going to have to start charging him. <laughs> 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 or be like I can't talk to you about this but if you email into the podcast we'll uh, we'll use it as content <laughs> when it initially come up I did keep saying to him send it into the podcast send it into the podcast but he wouldn't do it for fuck's sake we're trustworthy we haven't slipped up yet 
You know what I mean? Everyone's secret. Um, right, so this is a previous listener. Um, oh, we haven't heard from her in a while. She was the one that was working in the office and slept with the guy. And then um, he just started sending her like dick pics and like him in the shower and stuff. Oh, yeah. He was like a young lad, wasn't he? And she yeah, was yeah. older, yeah. Um, so she says, hello, boys. My birthday's on the 12th of October and I'm looking to treat myself to my first ever tattoo. Any recommendations on places not to get it done, designs to avoid, and what made you make the decisions on a lot of your tattoos? <clears throat> what styles do you guys like and what advice for a lady? Thanks, boys. Your favourite yummy mummy. So yummy nice mummy. Off. Yeah, I like that. Um, I know that the pla- the pla- one of the worst places to get is on your side. Yeah. Someone told me once that it feels like all your organs are trying to move to the opposite side. <laughs> so um, I know the sternum is hate... hard, hard work as well. A lot of girls have said. A lot of girls get it on their feet. And I just think to myself, and they apparently that's really painful. I'm like, well, why are you putting on your feet anyway? For one thing, they always fade on your feet. Yeah. I don't know why. Some, and then no one can fucking see it unless you're walking around barefoot, and I hate feet. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a given. No one me. wants I, to I can't see stand it. Feet. No one wants to no. see it. <clears throat> it's not a fucking. I personally like sleeves, unlike women. Yeah, I yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, I I I know a lot of girls, especially from back in the day, where they've got like a singular, poor portion tattoo at the top of their. Uh, I don't even know what this is called in your arm. The top shoulder. of your arm. Yeah, yeah. Towards your shoulder, and it's just like a a single design there. I feel as though that makes a woman look very butch. I feel as though if you're going to go for a design up the top of your arm, it needs to be big, almost a half sleeve starting or something yeah. going all the way down to a full sleeve. Like Charlotte's got quite a few little ones where they're quite dainty and ladylike. So she has like one on the like the back of her arm and stuff like that. Ones in like odd little places that look nice. Yeah. But I think if you get a side-on, side-profile, kind of like what you see like men in the pub who have an England tattoo, that's like my worst yeah, yeah. nightmare. Like just come out of prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's always and someone with like an Arsenal badge or a fucking England badge on that on that part of their arm. Oh, mate. Yeah, no. Um, for me, the easiest place to have it is your arms. Yeah, for sure. Like My most painful was my chest, like the middle of my chest. That was fucking agony. But my arms and my like my leg, like the big top part of your thigh and that, where it's like nice and meaty, that's the easiest fuck I could have slept. I think I almost did fall asleep when I've because I've got um, Clint Eastwood's uh, pistol from Dirty Harry on the top yeah, of my I remember, leg. Yeah, yeah. And pff, don't remember it. It could have just appeared there the next day. For all <laughs> I mean. um, the inside of your of your arm. That's fucking sore. That's tender as fuck. Yeah, I've got a quote from the Boondock Saints underneath this arm. Under here. Uh, mm. When he was like coming towards my armpit, I could feel it down like at the top of my fucking legs. Yeah, It was like the weirdest feeling I've ever had. Um, I wouldn't recommend there as a place. I think if you're a first time, I think forearms are a good place to go. 
Yeah. Depends how big your design you want to go with as well. I think you need to really think it out. What you want to go for. I think top of the leg is quite sexy on a woman. Yeah. Top of the leg, like half sleeves, full sleeves. Not stay away from like um like on your boobs and things like that. I think that's quite a like a a rough looking Yeah, I think it's pretty outdated as well. Whatever you do, yeah. do not get tribal. Oh, I hate tribal. What's the fucking point in just getting lines drawn on over your <laughs> I head thought head? no one was getting tribal anymore. I thought it was like a nineties thing. I saw this fella foot I saw him in a pub, yeah. Full blown brand new tribal sleeve. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> He's basically got black flames on his arm. That's all it is. It's crap. No, I and um I always said about get staying away from stars, but I have stars, but they're filler. I didn't that purposely go out to like get a fucking star put on my Yeah. You know what I mean? Um I don't know, it's hard. It, it, it you've got to get something that reflects you, right? Yeah. I think that's the main thing. I think if you get just something random that mean that cuz none of my tattoos really mean anything, but they're my sort of style, so I have a lot of music, I've got some movie stuff and um a lot of women. <laughs> No, I, I haven't met many women that actually enjoyed my tattoos because there's a lot of tits and fucking ass. <laughs> um, but then that's just my character, right? Like, if you looked at my tattoos and you know me from the podcast, you'd probably be like, oh, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, for sure. I um, um, I got my right sleeve done. My right hand sleeve, I I would say was everything like family based for me like there's a meaning behind most of what the stuff is on that arm on my left mm. arm i've got a a japanese koi fish which was a cover up but that whole arm i want to turn into a whole like traditional japanese sleeve with like accents of red and yellow going through it mm-hmm. um it's just about getting around to paying for it it's expensive but oh so fucking expensive <laughs> I would say that's the design that I, the, them designs I've had had my eye on for like five, six years. You need to be that level of thinking about it in my eyes. You don't want to be, I know so many people that have gone and got tattoos. I've done it myself. I've gone and got a stupid tattoo and then I'm like getting that shit covered up pretty quick or lasered <laughs> off nowadays. Oh, they do that laser off. I don't understand um, blackout tattoos. They look cool and everything like that, but I just think to myself, it's a bit of a waste, isn't it? Waste of space yeah. when you go something different. Yeah. Um, but I mean, feel free to, once you get it done, to send us a photo of it or just describe it if you're not comfortable with sending us a photo. And um, we'd love to tell the listeners what you got and where you got it. And um, hopefully it's not too bad. Do not get numbing cream. <laughs> What's the point in having a tattoo if you can't feel it? Like, if you've had a couple then fair enough but you have to experience the tattoo right that's the point in it yeah it's not that bad anyway people make out as though it's like the end of the world pain no it's more like like scratching a sunburn it's the worst Mm. feeling i mean but most of the time when i had the one on the back top of my neck i've got aerosmith on the top of my neck i could feel it in my throat but only like a vibration not like a but all the pens and stuff are different now like when me and jamie were getting them done it's like fucking butchery, isn't it? <laughs> Almost, yeah. Yeah, we were getting it done with the old school fucking rotary ones. 
Yeah, because they're all like wireless now and stuff. Like, mum just got some of hers redone, and I went with her, and she was like, "There wasn't much noise in there anymore." And where are all the wires? And I'm like, "Yeah, it's all wireless now, Ma. It's like it's just like a pen, like a really fat pen that they go over top of you with, mm. and they wrap it like fucking surgical wrapping and shit." I do need to get some more toes. Just give the buggers coming back. I feel. I feel. Yeah, I would like to get some more, but it's just the fucking... I want one covered up on my back, but it's trying to get it covered. Um, But yeah, enjoy. It is definitely an experience, one that um, everyone should experience. Right. So, this is a previous listener. He emailed in about... Oh, he was having like a really bad week. He'd like had an argument with his mate and then with his wife... And he was calling his mate a lazy cunt and stuff like that. Um, Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he says, hello, I just wanted to say sound, some sound advice from Uncle Joe today. He definitely should come on more often. He's very witty. I don't know if anyone's called that about Uncle Joe, but I can see it. <laughs> he must be one of the many guys that wrote in giving Uncle Joe some love. Was um I bet when he got in the next day were people like shaking his hand when they saw like he's some sort of celebrity at work. Everyone was everyone was saying that he needs to start his own podcast called Ask Uncle Joe, and I was like, we don't need any rivals. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Uncle Joe, you gotta fuck off. <laughs> I, I, I'd be I'd full on like go around his house and smash all his equipment and be like, <laughs> stay off my turf. I I said to him that I'd give him a microphone and he can record and it will just be another bit of our content. <laughs> <laughs> like a news product, like now we pass to Uncle Joe for the news and it's like ten minutes of Uncle Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um as for you boys, as always, you knock it out of the park having another successful guest on. We um hopefully last week you have no idea the trouble we had with brian and that's not brian's fault it was the, we're having some difficulties with riverside and having guests on yeah and so that episode almost didn't happen even though it was a it, last episode was a fucking blinder with brian mm, definitely was. um yeah so we have but we have got um a new guest in the works to come on um we've got some old guests coming and i've spoken to jim and He's well up for coming back as well. So that you know, stay hit that follow, hit that follow, and you will never miss a guest coming on this podcast. Um, I'd like to ask a question for you both. I have confidence issues when it comes to my ability, when it comes to games and sports, but I have been invited to play some five aside with the gents from work. I want to go, but I always come up with the excuses in the end and not go. Do you have any advice for me? I don't want to miss out and would like to grow my friendships at work, but my confidence holds me back. Thank you. Why people want to talk to people at work? I just want to get in there and get the fuck out. <laughs> I think that's my age, though. Like, obviously, you're an old work friend. and I, Yeah, some I suppose of my... when you're younger, you're a bit more into it. Yeah, but now that I'm older and I've made my friends, I'm just like, don't speak to me. I don't want it. I found with my the way I am now is I try to make a judgment of someone to know whether I could trust my real self around them. And if I can, then I'll make more of an effort. If I can't, then I keep them at arm's length when it comes to work. If you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, that's true. Especially why when I'm you, drinking, because you you've been around me drinking, Dan, I can get fucking, <laughs> I can talk some shite. 
I um, this is the thing, right? Like, I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's never been a with lads and football. It's almost like you don't want to show that you can't play. Mm. But it's like no one expects you to go out there and be fucking David Beckham. No, of course not. And if you are shit and you're worried about being shit, they're 95. If you if you are shit, they're going to put you in goal. So oh, I hate that. Yeah, I a long time. See, I was always in defense, but that's because I've got no brains. So like (laughs) if someone was coming at me, I would just run at them. (laughs) <laughs> people seem to like that that was the only way I could stay out of goal because I fucking hated going in goal see I don't mind it but I was always a defender as well but it it's an easy job if you don't want to be putting yourself out too much make sure you get put on the better team and just go in goal yeah well just do. try your fucking box off but at the end of the day they're inviting you because it's going to be a laugh yeah it's less about the so football. don't yeah, absolutely, yeah. Most of the time, it's just about fucking kicking it back and forth and, like, elbowing some people and shit. Yeah, it'll probably be more about the beer after for most guys. Yeah, awesome. All about, like, fitness and stuff like that. But, like, if you're just going with your work, unless they're an actual team that's, that get together every fucking week, it's just a group of guys going around to kick a ball around. Yeah. And I think, if anything, you're just overthinking it because you don't want to look like a tit, but everyone looks like a fucking tit, man. I mean, I I went out. I was living with a guy, and he invited me to his five aside. I went out and bought boots and stuff because you know ADHD. I have to buy everything new. And um, the first fucking time we went out, I twisted my ankle. <laughs> I have to say that's the last time I went with him as well because it fucking hurt. But he invited me a couple few more t- a few more times, and I did fill in. Because um, I had to have a certain amount of people to use the pitch, I filled in a couple more times. But you know what I mean? Just to fucking enjoy it. Mm. You're just going for a laugh. That's all it is. You're not. It's like starting a team like that. <clears throat> when me and the boys first started playing basketball, obviously I'm five foot fucking seven. Dan, the rim is ten foot in the air. Yeah. <laughs> My accuracy of throwing, considering I haven't thrown a ball since I was in fucking high school was next to nothing so we were just like shooting and then just got better as time went on and mm. now we're reasonably okay at it but still shit though if we we turned around one time and there was like a bunch of 10 tw- year olds or even shorter than all of us absolutely hooping and we like were barely fucking breathing because we're all fucking out of shape and fucking um unable to hit the fucking rim when we should be able to and all this stuff <laughs> I think it's literally mind over matter. It's more about that we were meeting up and having a laugh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the day, you just want to have a joke. I do it more for the violence. I like a bit of close contact. <laughs> Dan just that's runs in it. and two foots people. <laughs> we, um, back in the day, uh, me and the lads and that, I can't remember what it was called. Um, it, uh, rugby because we're really um, so all it was we had a rugby ball and the only rule was to get the ball off the other person there was no teams it was literally just a fucking dog fight oh really yeah 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 and it was just like that was it you could elbow you could use knees and feet you just fucking whatever you wanted just get that ball off the other person we had a guy a big guy and all he used to do was just fucking lay on top of it bastard 
Did you ever play Join the Crew? Oh, hell yeah. Join the Crew, man. I was the fucking master of that game, innit? I yeah. won at one time, there was this kid, yeah. He actually got me in a fucking chokehold. <laughs> and I was going blue, and the teacher had to run over and fucking stop it because I was not joining that crew, bruv. I was not joining that crew. <laughs> For the American fucking audience, love. Join the Crew was a game where basically it was just sheer violence. You used to run around school, and there'd be one person in the crew at first, and they'd come around and just beat the shit out of whoever they catch and they're playing. And then they have to join the crew. And some people would only take one punch and they'd join. Or some people yeah. like me would refuse to join at all costs and just get beat the shit out of. And I just remember standing in a doorway getting absolutely pummeled by like six six of my mates. And I went home and I had like bruises all over my body. And mum was like, what's happened? Have you been fighting? And I was like, no, it's a game. And then I explained the game to her. And she was like, right, that's it. <laughs> We've got to go down to school now. And I remember marching me down to my mate and saying that we can't play it ever again. Played it the next day. So you played it differently to us. We, For us, what we would do would be like, um, we'd go on the football pitch and the crew would be in the in the middle and then and the people would have to stay on one side and you have to get to the other side of the football pitch without getting fucking tackled or like chokehold or anything like that and if you made it to the other side you're alright but then the same if you got caught you could take as much beating until you joined the crew or you could get away and make it to the other side of the football pitch oh so we used to have that game but it was called British Bulldog oh British Bulldog we did that too maybe that's what I'm thinking of similar sort of rules yeah pretty much just beat the shit out of each other until you've joined it's always fun to be a kid I think it'd be a bit more violent now. I'd like lose some teeth. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I used to, they used to fucking jump on you and everything. And I'd be like, yeah, if yeah. that was now, you'd be dead. Fucking, I'd be bleeding and shit. I used to just jump up and be like, fine. Yeah. So, um, go enjoy yourself, man. Don't just don't think about it. Just go fucking do it. Yeah, definitely. That's what you gotta do. I think so. Um. Right. So, Jamie. This is one of our fucking goats of the podcast. Goats of the podcast? Yeah. If anyone, if no one knows what the term goat means, it means greatest of all time. <laughs> so the first, to keep, not to bring it up, this is the listener that went on the date and it was an absolute disaster, the gay date. Oh, where they right lost the tooth. The fucking, yeah, right from the beginning. Oh my God. Yeah, but he he's messed in quite a few times. That's just his first... Oh, right. So, yes. So, he's been with us from the beginning, and it's always good to listen, to hear from him. So, he says, Uncle Joe, what a surprise on a Friday, uh, Friday morning. They say meeting your heroes disappointments... Uh, they say meeting your heroes disappoints you, but I tell you, listening to the infamous... For Uncle Joe lived up to the expectations. <laughs> I don't know why that was such a difficult sentence. <laughs> But um, yes, it was good to finally get him on and we are going to do it again, but we'll have a better mic and it was just sort of like a, now that he's enjoyed himself, he's already planned himself coming back, but we, <laughs> it will be better <laughs> next time. We'll plan it better next time. He plans on not to drink as much, but I think if anything, we're just going to get him to drink more. Yeah. Um, I really, 
uh, cackled at this episode, boys, and I can see where the close family tie keeps Jamie and him close. Uh, lovely thing to see. With the Argos debate settled... <laughs> who the fuck said it was settled? I haven't won yet. <laughs> I think I think everyone knows that it's settled. That's why we stopped getting emails about it. They can do whatever they like, but until I've won, nothing's fucking settled. Uh, I wanted to see if I could start another one, and it's a very British one too. Is it scone rhyming with known, or is it scone rhyming with nom? As always, keep up the hard work, you sexy buggers. I I haven't really got a... I say both. I think it. I think for me it depends on the situation. Right. For like scone or scone. So like if I'm having like... If it's like one, I'd be like, oh, can I have a scone? But if I'm like, oh, do you want to have some scones? So for me, it's just the way I say it in, like, in the context of how I'm saying it. So for you, you're kind of almost using it as plural. Yeah. Right, okay, that's weird. That's why I'm saying it. Yeah. So mum would say like... So mum would do the same thing. She'd be like, oh, I've made some scones for you. And I'd be like, oh, that's great. And she'd be like, do you want a scone? And I'd be like, yeah, I love one. So she does the same thing. Oh, right. I've never heard of that. Um, What do I... I don't even... I'm trying to think of how I say it. I think I say scone. Yeah, it sounds more comfortable when you say it that way. Yeah, I think I say scone. But I thought a scone was a savoury. Because you can have like cheese scones. Yeah, you can have loads, yeah. And stuff like that that you have like as, as like a, start, a bread starter in a restaurant. I thought that's a scone. And then a scone is like the sweet one with the sultanas in it. The, the very British... Stereotypical British thing. But I could be totally just making that shit up in my head. (laughs) But you know what they say, Jamie? It's not a scone until it's gone. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I've never heard that, but it does make sense. Have you never heard that? No. There's a really shitty joke. Yeah, it's not a scone until it's gone. Quickly off subject. Bob Ross, yeah? Yeah. Neither of my parents know who he is either. Fuck off. They don't. I, I spoke to them today and mum was like, who? Rolf Harris? And I was like, no. <laughs> it doesn't sound anything like Bob Ross. I was like, because I, like, yeah, I goes, Bob Ross. And she goes, who? And I goes, oh, he paints he paints for kids. And mum was like, what, Rolf Harris? He's a paedophile. Really loudly. And I was like, mum, no, Bob Ross, and then I was showing him showing the pictures. Mum and Dad have no recollection whatsoever. Fucking hell, the hair gives it away as much. Along the that's fucking mental. Along the lines of saying things, how would you say? So I was watching uh, Duck Dynasty, but would you say Dynasty or would you say Dynasty? No, because Dynasty is a Dynasty is like. It would be like the the Ming Dynasty, but it's the same spelling. Yeah, it is the same spelling. But the Ming Dynasty is like <laughs> a dynasty is like current, and a dynasty is like when it's in the past. I think I would just say dynasty, so it's like Duck Dynasty. 
Is Dark Dynasty still going? I heard they were frauds. I always think to myself, they're never fucking working. They've either decided to make more money off the show than to make the the duck whistles. I I was watching it the other day. It's on that Pluto TV. It's fucking Mm. brilliant. The family's so fucking good. They, it's all made up though, isn't it? They're actually all clean cut, clean shaven guys. They, that's all a persona, apparently. The whole thing. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah, I I, there's a picture on Google where you see them all before they actually started filming. They changed their persona for it, the show. I love. I, I boy, if they do, they're a fucking genius because I love the persona. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fucking brilliant. And he's. I love that. What was I watching the other day? And uh, one of them, his missus' father-in-law, doesn't have a beard. And he's. And he's like, "Was he say something like, I don't take orders from anyone, especially no one, uh, someone that doesn't have a beard." And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> you know what I mean? They had beards as well before beards were in fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. I need to shave mine. Mine's getting like trampy beard style. It's like all sticking out everywhere. I actually, it's got to the point where I, I like this, the the length of it. Mm. I just don't like the fact that it looks like I've rubbed a balloon on my face and the stack. Yeah, you kind of need actually, to like style it. Yeah, I got to the point the other day because before we went to Glasgow and I was like, do I go into a barber's and get a man to rub his fingers through my beard? Do it. And I was like, nah. Do it. Nah. I can't do it. While you're in there, just, get a skim it, fade. It just <laughs> makes you feel uncomfortable. Like I like I have this image of me sitting down on like in the chair and he's like 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 lotioning up his fingers and they're all like shiny and then he starts running them across my neck. I'm like, I've got to get out. I don't I don't <laughs> think that's what happens then. <laughs> I don't know if it's like sexual tension or something, but I'm just like I can't handle this, I'm like that. I'm getting out. Really you're um, fantasizing about that. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know if if I enjoy it, and I, that's it. No. Um, I'm sorry for you trying to kick off another feud between me and Jamie on scones, but we're not that British. <laughs> no, I would say we're pretty American-fied British people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I do like my American stuff. I love a fucking scone. There you go. I said scone. Um, there's that, even that debate: do you put jam on and then cream on, or do you put cream and then jam? But that really depends on what sort of cream you're using, right? I thought it it depend. I know Devon puts it on separately to Cornwall, and they're supposed to be the gospel places that you're supposed to get it. Well, it's clotted cream, right? It's not actual cream; it's clotted cream. I've not. So idea. for me, yeah, traditionally it's clotted cream. It's fucking banging stuff. But for me, I do jam first, and if I because the clotted cream is really, you have to like sort of whip it up. Right. And it's easier to spread it on, like, top of the jam. Um, but normally, I would just stick fucking anything in it. If I'm at mum's, we don't have clotted cream. We're lactose intolerant. So I just have fucking jam or, like, you know, marmalade or something like that. Jam, though, you have to have... Oh, I fucking love jam on fucking scones, man. Ah, I just put butter in it. Oh, yeah, like, thick butter. Mm. Like, you, like... Not even spreading that in. You're just scooping the butter out and just slapping it on. Yeah, just essentially just fucking cutting it, cutting it out and just leaving it on. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Having a block of butter on top of it. <laughs> I fucking oh, seriously that shit. <laughs> yeah, mum makes banging fucking scones. That's like her. 
She can whip a fucking scone up in like fucking 20 minutes as well. I'll be like, I'll go to mum on the way home. We're like, mum, can you make me some scones? And she'll be like, yeah. And I'll get to her house and they're there. She made them while she's in the car. Oh, mate, seriously. She's a fucking don. She's a a scone don. (laughs) That's what she is. (laughs) Fucking scone don. Um... You have to keep that now. Me and Jamie have been talking about next... Well, we've been talking about it for a few years. Having like a Mother's Day special. Oh, my yeah. Mom's like, my mum's well up for it. So you've got to remember the scondon. That's when she, so she comes down. I'm going to have to try it. I'm going to have to try it. I don't know. We'll have to see. What, try having your mum on? Oh, no. I'll get my mum on. She'll fucking definitely come on. She yeah. On my old I podcast, can't... she did like three episodes with us. Oh, did she really? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you now. Yeah, I think it'd be chaos. I can't believe me and my, like our mums haven't met. Like they seem very fucking. Yeah, similar. I can't believe that either. Yeah, we got to get the old scondon on. Everyone asked for the scondon to keep us remembering. Um, I can get her a fucking t-shirt made with that, and she'd have no idea what it's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just get it for a Christmas. She opens it up, and it just says scondon. <laughs> And she'll be like, what? And you'll be like, I don't remember either because I don't remember what I said in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, because as soon as we stop recording, my brain like wipes the entire episode. Yeah. Uh, um, but yes, thank you for um, sticking with us. You are one of the goats of the uh, the podcast. For sure. Even though that sounds offensive, it's it's not it's not at all. One it's of the OGs. Um, good. The OGs, yeah. Um, I just like goat. I don't know why. Because OG's original gangster, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I prefer goat. Um, right. So we've got another long-time listener. Um, uh, his first email is about living with his dad, and he's he wants to get out, but he's uh, he's been offered a higher income career, and then you know. As the time passes, Jamie. As the time passes. Uh, so, right. So, he says, You'd be glad to know I'm back off the night shift after a grill with a HR department. That was his last email. He was sick of being on night shift and he, and they didn't want to take him off. Yeah, that was right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's made me decide on a new career path. When I was discussing this with my gym guy, he suggested me working for him as a butler in the buff. But at the age of 37, I feel like I'm I'm past getting my knackers out for some cheese. I love the slang. Cheese. I haven't heard that in ages. No, knackers. Get oh, my knackers, knackers out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he says it's good money and it will help me make a decision on what I want to do in the future because my place is bringing me down. What do you think, gents? Go for it. We have some sexy listeners, Jamie. We do. This guy must be fucking... Ripped. Tectoral. Yeah. Oh, must be glistening in the gym. And this guy's like, mate, I've got to get that guy in the buff. Get some money coming in. Mate, fucking go for it. Why fucking not? Fucking go for it. I don't give a fuck what age you are. You could be doing it at 50. If you're good looking enough to do it, fucking do it. I'd do it. What I would do, start off doing it on the side, see if you make enough money from it, and then just go full time until you... Mate, he would do one night. I bet he does one night. And mm. that's it. He's quit his job. 
he'd be writing the notice in with all his fucking lotions on his hand and they'd be like why is it sticky like doesn't matter it's my notice <laughs> cocaine still up the it. nose <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't think of anything better like you go to this thing everyone's oogling you because that's what everyone wants really you know what i mean like not everyone's like oh i don't like the attention i don't want this i don't want that but if you're getting it and you're like oh i like this yeah it's like when it rich guys get the young pretty Money. girls coming in and uh serving drinks and shit you're basically doing the same thing but in reverse yeah i would fucking go for it what a fucking boost yeah, I mean, confidence boost. Oh, well, and if you put the hard work in at the gym, mm. and this guy's like, "Oh, mate," you know what I mean? Come work for me and stuff like that. That's just a massive thing as well. Like you've put all that effort in, and it's fucking paying off. Yeah, I would fucking do it. I would be running to do it if I was in shape, which I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know full well that I'm going to get Sabina going to me like, "You could be a butler in the buff for me," and I'm like, "No, it's not the same thing." Should have you, you walk around the house wearing a fucking man thong. Yeah. It's not the same when you know that someone wants it. You know what I mean? You <laughs> want to go there to these strangers and they're not knowing that they want it until they see it and they're like, ooh, a bit of that. <laughs> I mean, fucking what, what, do it, What son. made me laugh for this email, yeah, is this geezer, the guy that's trying to recruit him, That's that takes some balls to be like, Look, I have this business. I think you're attractive enough to do it. Do you want to like come along and join me? Basically, no, because the way you got to look at it is, is like he needs some. He, like he must make good money, right? And yeah. he makes he'll make more money for people that are gonna get fucking money out of people's pockets. Oh yeah, hundred so, percent. Yeah, the more yeah, people I mean, we've so, got in his books, the better. But yeah, I just can't imagine that, like, uh, what is it when you try to get someone to do something? Pitch. I can't imagine that pitch. Me doing that pitch to someone, like, hey, man. <laughs> nah, <laughs> man, it's like the it's like the ultimate flattery, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is for, like, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like the same with, like, strippers. Like, you've got to look and carry yourself a certain way mm. for like someone to, it's the same with like someone come up to you and go in oh mate I've got a modeling agency and not like a sex one like I want you to model for me you're like holy fuck mm. like, I must look fucking peng is the word I'm going to use there I must I must look fucking what's the other one PH fat <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> I'm sorry now all the old lingo <laughs> but um Nah, man, I think the pitch would be good. You'd be like scouting the gyms, be like, mate, you put some fucking effort in. Do you want to make some fucking money? And I don't mean by getting your cock out, but I do mean getting your cock out, but not for me, for the ladies. I'm going to get, I'm going to make you so much money. You wouldn't want to put your cock away. That's my pitch. Nah, man, go for it. I, I 100% stick behind, behind you, man. Yeah, it's, definitely. Um, do it. Do it I while think you can. it's funny. I think it's funny as well that like HR human resources for anyone that doesn't know what that is is there to fight for you is there to make your life better to make sure you're not getting abused or assaulted make sure your working conditions are the way they're supposed to be and so many people including myself once they've dealt with HR don't want to work for that company anymore yeah yeah 
There's a, it's never in no company. It's never what you want it to be. No, we at the minute uh, it makes you laugh. You got fucking posters up in the in the round saying, "Oh, HR manager, making sure your hours are the, the right and all this sort of stuff." We're so fucking close to being slaves, and she's the one dishing out the fucking letters, making it worse. Mm. It's like you, you've literally got a poster sitting next to you saying that you're the one that's supposed to be fighting for us fighting for the and, worker yeah and you're the one making it worse it's like fuck off but um but no we're glad you got off the night shift anyway because if you hadn't this opportunity might have not come around that's very true that's very true yeah so um Everything take it for man. a reason take the opportunity make that fucking bank i'll tell you what man if i went into the club and they were like what do you do for a living i'd be like i'm a butler in the buff I tell you what, their fucking eyes would light up. They wouldn't be disgusted. They'd be like, holy shit. Even the guys. <laughs> even the guys. Can you imagine if I were without like, you and the mates and that, and they'd be like, what do you do for work? I'd be like, I'm a butler in the buff. I tell you what, I'd get more high fives than you would, Jamie, for being a fucking helicopter engineer. <laughs> I'll, um, yeah. Do you know what I would do? I would have a little card made up with just like a little bow tie with a little penis hanging out underneath it. <laughs> yeah it's the same with like being a stripper like i don't care how homophobic or anything you are if you meet another guy and you're like what do you do for a job he's like i'm a stripper i'll be like fucking shake my hand <laughs> shake my hand let me buy you a drink let fucking... me see that dick <laughs> yeah i'll be like you must have a massive one mate <laughs> um but yeah let us know if you t- decide to do it and how your first day on the job went and um, I'm sure listeners love to see it, especially the very few female listeners we have. Maybe most of the, probably the male listeners as well. Um, right, so this is a previous listener as well. Um, she had her ex getting back in contact after three years because he had gone traveling um, and she was with someone already and she wasn't sure whether to meet up with him or not. Right. And uh, I think that was with we had a guest on for that episode but we had decided to um we had said to stick with the person you have now yeah because that rings be the a future because yeah you don't know if they're going to move away again or anything like that mm. um i went with your advice in the past so i'm hoping this one helps too uh i would like a man's honest opinion on it my boyfriend has gradually got more and more controlling as time went on he goes out to the pub on a Friday with his friends every Friday after work and he doesn't pick up his phone. He says my Instagram is just so other guys can look at me and it makes him jealous. I've caught him checking my phone a few times when I'm in the shower. I love him, but I'm finding it tough dealing with his mood swings and accusations. Accusations. Any advice from my two men is welcome. I like when people reference us as like, their friends or their men or yeah yeah makes like you feel say, a bit my... more like you're part of their life and that yeah, yeah my two men because that's not just the females that use that term either no everyone does like, well men not say everyone that as well yeah quite a few yeah yeah like my top men and stuff like that i like that um this is tough this is almost like he's doing this because he feels like because he's saying about like your instagram and that is making him jealous so he's almost like acting out 
Yeah, I think it, it may be time for an ultimatum. Like I said, that Charlotte Ooh. did with me. Oh, ultimatum. I'm still here. You can carry on talking. All right. Yeah, an ultimatum um, like Charlotte did with me where I was acting like a fool at the beginning of the relationship and uh, it took like a few short words with me to actually like make me realise that if I carried on the way I was going, I'd end up losing the person because I think a lot of it comes down to his insecurities and that could be for two reasons. That could be him playing outside of the... Of when he's out on a Friday, he's playing the field. And then he's insecure about what you're doing because he's already got feelings that way. Or he's generally insecure in himself. Either way, the way he's acting isn't right. So I think it's enough time for an ultimatum and say to him, like, look, if you carry on like this, we're not going to last too much longer. Sorry, I'm eating something. So I've been leaning away from the mic so you couldn't hear me chewing. Um, I don't know why, Mark. I feel like, you know that feeling when, like, you've had too much to drink and you feel a bit... Delirious. Like, out of body. I've eaten a shit ton, like everyone in the listeners know. I had, like, four slices of toast, a handful of Swedish fish, a steak. A handful and now I'm of Swedish licorice. fish? Yeah, you've never had Swedish fish before. Where the fuck it's did like you a, get that? Oh, when we were in Glasgow, there was an American shop shutting down. So I managed to get a load of bags of them. What are they? Um, anyway. They're just like chewy sweets. But they oh, look like sweet. Fish. Yeah, Swedish oh, fish. Right. Um, I hate that word, ultimatum. But then... Sorry, now I'm chewing. But then I think, yeah... Sometimes, like I said, it almost feels like he's acting up. So I think he needs a reality check to be like, what's going on here? Yeah. So even though I don't like the ultimatum thing, sometimes you need that that shock. It's the same thing with like when you were saying about when you you come home from work and like you're really like off and Charlotte goes to you like, why are you being a dick for? And you suddenly like, oh, yeah, I can't like come you home back and... into action. Yeah, yeah. I um, there's nothing you can do about the Instagram, right? Like either way, I look at it. Everyone needs a boost, and and it's only certain women and guys that go on there to get that attention. But like most people, most average people are just putting up photos of of having good time. Yeah, and being on holiday. And if they're getting messages from guys and women, that's because the guys are trying their luck. Yeah, like, which oh, every you look really guy sexy. would. If, yeah, you, exactly. if you're an attractive girl, then guys are going to see you on their feed and be like, fuck it, let's have, let's have a go. Let's see if I can DM up. Yeah, absolutely, because people have got fucking balls the size of fucking jumbo jets. So that's nothing you can do. Like, I, I'm not going to... I wouldn't sit here and say to you, oh well, you need to get rid of your Instagram to make him feel better because that's, that's horseshit. Everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. That, that's us sitting in saying, well, this guy is obviously, you know, knows you've got something going on, so you should get rid of it to make him feel better. No, 
that's all shit. Unless you're, unless, you know, he's caught you doing something. Yeah, unless he's got he grounds to stand to... on, he shouldn't be doing, he shouldn't be doing anything. And I am a, a big, keen person on the fact that as someone that's an accuser, uh, tends to have some kind of, uh, guilt themselves. Yeah. And I know that from past experience when I've been the accuser and I was carrying on myself, do you know what I mean? So it was, it's not always rainbows and uh, fucking Swedish fishes for these people. It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's probably had maybe someone in the past that's yeah left him with someone in, on Instagram. But yeah, I think... It's a conversation, right? We always say about communication is key. Mm. And it's not so much an old mate. It's you saying to him, look, the way you're you're acting is causing me to feel in this sort of sense. And we need to sort this out. Otherwise, it's, you know, we're going to have a problem and it's it's affecting how the way I see you. Mm. And that alone saying someone like the the person you're with saying like the way i look at you is is being affected is something that you're like oh shit like yeah that should be enough to give a kick up the ass give a little bit of a reality check yeah because at the end of the day he's not done nothing enough yet to really put you off but it could easy if you let it carry on it will spiral and spiral and spiral absolutely the whole not picking his phone up. I is a bit I'm on like the fence. Because if I've gone out with my mates, yes I'm gonna reply to you, but I also need a break. Yeah. Like, I've come out with my mates to have a you know, see them. I don't wanna be that guy that sits on his phone the whole night and is picking up phone calls because there's a s there's I've been out with people like that where they're having arguments on the phone. They're constantly texting you. You're trying to talk to someone. You're like, are you even listening? And you end up rinsing them because it's just like, if the group of lads will rinse someone, if they're on the phone to the missus the whole time. Yeah, exactly. So I think if anything, you should, you know what I mean? Set some like, right, if you're going to go out, I'm not going to bother you. But you need to check but, in. Yeah. But if like, you're going to stay out late, can you just drop me a message? And say, oh, I'm going to be late because I'm going to be expecting you home. Yeah. 100%. That's not out of order. No. And if he gets funny about that, then that's his fucking problem. But, you know, I mean, you should let someone know if you're going to be late. Because if you, what if something happened to you and they didn't know you were going to be late? You know what I mean? There's that, oh, I've, I've fallen in a ditch. And that person's like, well, he was supposed to be back at nine. Something's wrong. Yeah, exactly. And I am so guilty of that myself all the time, and I do it constantly. And it takes every now and then to Charlotte for, to tell me, look, when you're going out, you're not answering, you're not answering texts, and you're coming home super late. You need to fucking at least message me, or at least give me a bit of a heads up for what's going on. Yeah. Um. One night, because me and Charlotte have got a joint account. The only reason Charlotte knew where the fuck I was is because there was uh, contactless payments going from different pubs. 
<laughs> and that was the only way Brilliant. she knew I was still fucking alive because I went out at two and it was eleven o'clock at night and I still weren't back. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think he needs to be more thoughtful, and I think you need to be a little bit more firm with him. And I think that's the only way it's going to go forward. If he p- pushes back on that, then that's when you have to start questioning the relationship itself. Yeah, we like we say, men are children. We're yeah. almost like, like women seem to think. Oh, we've said it before. Women seem to think that we've got massives going, like massive things going on in our head, but there isn't. Nah. And if we're and we're into the point of children that if you're going to let us get away with something, we're going to keep pushing to see how much we can get away with. One hundred percent. Yeah. So you need that sort of not, you know, get putting you into fucking detention in that, but we need that like firmness to keep us at that sort of level that you're happy with because otherwise we're just going to fucking run amok we're children we're massive children yeah that's all we are really and you need we need to know where the line is and until that yeah. line's drawn they're just going to keep pushing it that's the whole oh, I'm going out every Friday night and at the beginning you're going to be like oh that's fine that's fine that's fine and we're like well hang on a minute she's alright with that I'm going to go out Thursday night as well hmm Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Fucking hell, she doesn't even want to see me. This is great. <laughs> I'm just get. I'm just getting someone. I can pump now. I'm just going to go out with my mates all the time. And that's the way we think. Yeah. And you might think, oh, he's not thinking that way. Oh, he fucking well is. Depending on age as well. He like when I was younger, when when me and uh, Charlotte first got together, and like my relationships before that, I was going out every Friday and Saturday, and I was just carrying on life as normal. I was in a relationship, but that would be for the rest of the week. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be cheating or anything, but I'd be out on the piss in nightclubs, fucking around with my mates. I saw a TikTok every now and every now and again. Most of my TikToks are absolute shit, but I saw a TikTok that I, some that generally sometimes makes you go, "Oh, never thought of it that way." So. Guys only do things right. So, like we were going along these lines of like guys being children and things like that. So, when you got, if you listen to someone's relationship and that the female goes, he used to buy me flowers all the time, and now he doesn't do it. That's because men do things for their partner. They they want to feel like they've done something that you really enjoyed. Yeah. So at the beginning of a relationship, you'll buy flowers, you buy chocolates, you go out for dinner, and that partner will be like, "Oh, thank you so much, I I really enjoyed that." But if you, but then the guy's like, "Right, she enjoys this, so I'm going to keep doing it." He'll keep doing it to the point where you go, "Oh, okay, thanks very much," and then to the guy, he's gone, "Okay, this doesn't make her happy anymore, so I'm not going to do it." Yeah, it like so loses its like golden edge. Yeah. So then he stops doing it, Mm. which also makes it feel a little bit like the woman should be. But you want that sort of a gratification, right? Like it's the same for the woman. Like you do like make the guy dinner and he's really appreciated, but then he gets used to it. And then all of a sudden you don't want to make him dinner anymore because he doesn't appreciate anymore, but he's not not appreciating it. He's just happy that you're doing it. Yeah, Yeah, fell into the thing. 
and then isn't doing anything himself because he's got so used to you doing it that he's no longer fucking his own person, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So it, that's what makes me laugh because I never thought of it that way because it's so sort of unintentional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I bought flowers for people before and, um, yeah, some, and then like, I dropped back a lot because I know that I'm doing it too much. It's not special anymore, but that's that whole thing. You buy so you take someone out for dinner, and if they're like, they don't even say thank you, or they're like, oh, okay. You're like, well, why am I spending the money and taking you out for dinner if you're not even that bothered about it? Yeah, it almost becomes a chore. Yeah. The joy is taken out of it. Yeah, I think that could so very next- much be true. I think... It might mean that the maybe the relationship for our listener, I say, could do with a little bit of a refresh, and um, just like a, not an update on the rules, but like a rehash of maybe not go out every Friday. Like I think it's insane. I don't know how financially this well off this geezer is, but yeah, every I Friday, saying, yeah. I wouldn't be able to afford that. But yeah, that's not an intentional connection. But yeah, actually, yeah, thinking about it that way, maybe he's feeling a bit like everything's a bit stale. Not stale, but like everything's at that one level. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it does need a bit of like, he needs a bit of reassurance that the relationship's still good. And there's still stuff, you know what I mean? It's still, it's not like that you're just going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, so No unintentionally come to that path but so hopefully you can sort it out i think the main thing is conversation you need to sit down you need to tell each other what's going on yeah and try and de-escalate it because he's gonna it sounds to me like he's gonna try and start an argument yeah it sounds to me like that as well and i think the ball was very much in our listeners court really about setting the president as she as she starts it just sort of like bringing the level back down mm. and being like, this isn't an argument. This is just a discussion of like how I'm feeling and stuff. Mm. And like, I understand you feel jealous and things like that, but we still need to discuss it. Yeah, because some people can't get over jealousy and it's their own problem. Yeah. And uh, no matter what you do, you can't get them over it. That might not be a relationship that can work. But we don't want to go, you know... We, we just... don't want to be splitting people up here, but... I think it's a serious no. conversation that needs to be had. You shouldn't have to... I've, I've lived with jealousy and I've lived with snidey comments and stuff like that. It's not a nice thing to get in, but... And then they, you made the decision to stay with this guy over the other guy. So I think there's something there. Yeah. And it just takes back and forth and it takes teamwork. No relationship you walk into... And everything's fucking hunky-dory. There's always bumps. And it's getting over those bumps that makes you stronger. Yeah, for sure. So, stick with it. We know you can do it. We have faith in this guy. Even though he's jealous. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's we're hoping trait. he's... We're hoping, we're hoping for the better side of the guy, aren't we? Yeah, it's going to be fine. I think, at the end of the day... He's just trying to deal with things the way he deals with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, no, it's going to be good. 
I know the next email is going to be better. <laughs> right. Um, this listener is one of my, is one of my favourite emails that he sent in. It was the one that he woke up and the woman said she woke up and called me clapped. Oh, the you're clapped guy. Yeah, yeah. Because I hadn't heard that in fucking ages. And that was one of my... <laughs> it's such a short email, but it was like short and sweet and it always made me laugh. Um but he says, amazing, just amazing. Your bit on my previous question made me burst into laughter. Mate, you and me both. Um, Uncle Joe is a walking legend. <laughs> he has finally, after 70 episodes, graced us with his pre- presence. And he did not disappoint. Big love to you all. This fucking episode, man. Joe's going to be like, he'd be wearing a suit next time you see him. <laughs> Turn he's up, fucking... he's, he's handing out cards. It's fucking mental. Um, so I have an- another wake up horror. This guy is just, I don't know. <laughs> I love him. I actually, in the email, I was like, um, thank you for sending in these stories. One day, hopefully Jamie and I can buy you a beer. And I just <laughs> felt that it was like, his stories are so fucking great. I was like, I need to buy him something. <laughs> um, so he says, when at uni, me and my boy, I'm not going to say his name, boy got wasted and we had a play fight in the dorm in our boxer shorts. We've all been there. I uh, I managed to cut my back quite badly at the time, and we didn't know until the next day. We woke up in the same bed. He was naked, and I had my boxers on but covered in blood. <laughs> we-, <laughs> we got really freaked out as neither of us remembered anything, and he ran off to his class. I said quietly in my living in my living room having a complete freak out thinking we had slap we had been slapping balls together all night (laughs) until my other roommate climbs out of her bed and told what told us what had gone on i cut myself so everyone stopped us play fighting my mate got in a sulk because he thought people were picking on him so he went to what he thought was his bed and stripped off to go to sleep we couldn't wake him up, so I got myself to bed. So my roommate told me just to shove. She just shoved me in bed next to him, and I stored instantly. Safe to say, lads, alcohol is a hell of a drug. So this guy's got naked to go to bed in his bed, and then he's been trying to wake him up, but they basically pushed him on, and as soon as he hit the pillow, he fell asleep. Fucking hell, that is one messy night, isn't it? That, is, that reminds me of... <laughs> About a million nights I had when I was younger. <laughs> it reminds me of fucking. Do you remember the um, Leaving Neverland? The thing about Michael Jackson molesting them kids. Oh yeah, fucking hell, Jesus. There was a there was a bit with the, one of the boys where Michael Jackson brings him up and he's like, he's like, "What did you do with your boxer shorts last night?" <laughs> he's really high, and he's like, "Why? What's wrong?" And he's like, "I found some blood." He's like, I think your ass might be torn. Oh, and he goes no. and he checks his boxer shorts and there's blood in them. That's disgusting. And I'm like, that's that's the fucking... Imagine waking up thinking you've had like some fucking full-blown... Gay sex. Gay sex to the point where you've made yourself bleed the night before. Oh, well, you would man. do, wouldn't you? Because you're ass like, when you, you... Well, it depends if his mate's fucking hung like a horse. Unless he's like got a tiny pecker, it would have bled, I think. Oh, really? But like... 
to me, I would wake up and I'd be like, if I had gay sex last night, I can't remember it. I'm probably not gay because, I, I mean, it wasn't very exciting. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> I, I'd be like, how did I, moment. how, who, what? I'd be like, what, what got me in this situation? I was just. I think if, I think if anything, if you've got the blood on you, then you, you're the like catcher. And I think, well, there's me. I'm some, I'm submissive then, isn't I? Yeah, I thought I was the, the power to. Yeah, I thought I was the power top, but I've got drunk and I've just bent over and let someone take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many stories have ended? <laughs> um, I can't even. Yeah, no, I can't imagine it. I mean, I'm sure it does happen. They, oh, um, you ever watch a million that... percent? Did you ever watch that um, show about the UFC? With the guy, the Jonas brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kingdom. Yeah. Is it Kingdom? Yeah. Such a good fucking show. It was brilliant. But yeah, like, they, um, he gets drugged, doesn't he? And he wakes up and he's like, with his, like, he's like naked. Mm. He doesn't know what happened. Like, fucking, that's my fear. Going to a party and waking up and then be like, being drugged. Yeah, it happens in Mayans in one of the seasons where he gets hooked on heroin and then all of a sudden he's in a mountain um, like, and all these people are like, singing to him and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Could you imagine no. just waking up and you're like in some mental situation like that? That's what we were saying about when you were like, oh, would you do that spiritual thing where you oh, get drugged up? And, yeah, and I was like, no. Nah. No. Nah. Yeah, I'll be checking out that shaman, mate. I'll be making sure I'm not waking up with a bloody bum hole. <laughs> check the size of his pecker <laughs> like, ah that's not big enough to do me any damage that's fine I'll take <laughs> um thank you for your story as always it's amazing Brilliant, and please yeah. calm down because if the next story is you getting bummed i don't think i'll be able to handle it <laughs> i think that's, i think that's i think that's the only step up from that story is you actually getting bummed <laughs> so um but i mean i've been proved wrong before so if you do have another story please send it in and i'll, I'll be shocked like that um right last email so this is uh i should keep in what episodes because i put all the emails in tabs to say what episode they're in but then i get rid of the previous tab and i said i think i should keep it because this guy has been in it quite a few times as well we'll just do his last email um what's he say i've experienced some light racism um, oh, it's about people at work. Yeah, I kind of remember yep. that. Yeah. Which I prefer... Was it? Whether cocoa butter smells bothers me. How oh, yeah. Like mutton uh, and rice uh, and how peas. How hung black people are. Yeah, yeah. All types of stuff like that. Um, Uncle Joe was amazing on yesterday's episodes, gents. Again. This, what? Oh, no, because this episode wasn't that far away. Um... It's nice to put a voice to the legend. So I have a race coming up pretty soon in September. I do karting at the same at the side. I was hoping you'd give my crew a shout out. The TCR crew. Many thanks, gents. TCR. I think I did. did I say? Yeah, I said I'd be happy to give them out a shout out. Um, hopefully you guys are doing well. I don't know the um, the the table or anything like that. I'm assuming it's like one race. Do you know what, how karting works? 
No idea. I'd assume it's like Formula One, maybe, where there's like different ranks and stuff. Yeah. But um, hopefully you guys are doing well this season. <laughs> no, it works. Um, but yeah, TCR crew. If um, if you ever need anyone goes to see them or anything like that, that's the uh, that's the crew for Two Men No Hope. That they that's it. I've now I've given them. Yeah, and we're not fully against uh, getting a little decal made to put on your on your carts. So, oh yeah, yeah. If you want to, if let you want to, let's know. We'll sort something out. Um, I like doing shouts. We don't do many of them. I thought we'd have a lot more by now. I think we've had two or three. Yeah, you would think. Uh, maybe a lot of people are seeing their emails being read out as a shout out, but I don't know. You would think like there would be a lot more, especially with the engagements and stuff we've had over the or like birthdays. Mm. There would be something we don't know. Yeah, because we had the office and we had the. Uh, the old crew from Modern Warfare. Yeah, we're always willing to do it, guys, so send them in if you want one. Yeah. If you want to send us a script, that'd be easier because well, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, after your selling points, I got myself an air fryer and wouldn't go back. Do you have any suggestions on what I could cook? Um, oh, cook healthy in it. He doesn't want just general shit, Jamie. He wants to know what you could cook healthy in it. But... um. Welcome to the air fryer generation, my friend. I fucking love it. I used it. I use it every day. Every day, yep. Same as myself. Every day. Um, I'm on the carnivore diet at the minute, so everything I'm cooking in there is healthy. You can marinate some chicken. Do some like nice chicken strips or something. Marinate a load of chicken. Get get yourself some like piri piri rubs and stuff like that. Whack it in there. It crisps up better than anything. And it's fucking yeah. tasty. Go it's so easy. That. So easy. Like Even like salmon. Like if you cut cubes of salmon up, mm. put them in like a, like 20, 30 minutes, leave them in like a bag with like a marinade and that, and then just put them in there. It takes like fucking 10 minutes and they come out and it's fucking blinding. Yeah. And um, uh, Sabina does corn in there. Like uh, corn on the cob. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you, anything that goes in the fucking air fryer, as long as you don't overdo it, tastes fucking blinding. I know there's a lot, there's a lot of videos on TikTok. I've a lot of the recipes I've I've uh, picked up for the carnival stuff. I got them off TikTok, and I would definitely mm. recommend it because it shows you all the stuff you need to put in. Shows you how much uh, of the meat, especially because sometimes I was outweighing the seasoning to my meat, and I'd just end up with like bland chicken or bland fucking beef or something. <laughs> so it took a lot of trial and error. So definitely have a look on TikTok or have a look on like Instagram Reels. They're nice, easy. You don't for me watching a little mini video is much easier than reading like a website page of what what you should be putting in it because I lose interest yeah so you got some Australian guy throwing shit loads of stuff into a fucking air fryer that's when you're doing it right <laughs> I've been trying to get so I get all like the ninja stuff yeah so my last two air fryers have been ninja I've now got this one that's got like a grill and stuff like that on it but I'm hoping for my birthday they they do one that's like a toaster oven mm. 
So I want to get one like that because then you can do, it's, it's like sheet stuff. So it's like trays. So I don't have to use my my oven. I've said it before. Ovens are gutsy fucking bastards, mate. I'm not interested. Like in the the Ninja toaster oven, I call it a toaster. It's not, but it is a toaster oven. I could do, it could preheat in like two minutes and could cook all my chips and that crispy fucking perfection in like 12 minutes. Yeah. You want to stick it in your fucking fan oven? You got to wait five minutes for it to preheat, and then even then, it's probably going to take fucking fifteen, twenty minutes to cook the bastards. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, and then they're they're not even crispy when they come out; they're just oven cooked, didn't they? Yeah, they're more like, like hard. The... Yeah, it's like fuck that shit. Nah, it's all about. I'm I'm trying to. I was saying to Serena, I was like, oh, when when I I say when because I'm hoping Mum gets it for me. That's positive <laughs> thinking, there, Jamie. <laughs> I say when I'm when just I get my toast oven, interesting. Yeah, I'm like, you can have my previous one, and she's like, I haven't got any room for it, and I'm like, you'll find room for it because you you know you want it. I mean, she would. I think I'm I'm quite basic with mine. Mm. I've done bacon in it, and I do like corn now because of spina, and I'll do like chips and stuff in it. But yeah, I don't think I've completely tapped the. Uh, the, the well. amazing thing that is, yeah, yeah, that is, uh, it's definitely worth I've seen doing. some fucking belters. And you can make cake and stuff, bread. Yeah, you can make almost anything in there. I've seen people make yeah. like full stir fry in there. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. But um, let us know what you decide to do. There's, we have in the UK, we have a place called the Works, which is like a really, it's I don't even know, I would have to explain that, like a bookshop. I've never heard I of guess. the Works. Is it like a high street shop? Where, where are you shopping, Harrods? I don't. Um, I don't shop in in human spaces at all. Well, I've, it's not a new shop, Jamie. It's been around for a long time. Even a young and like you, it must have been in the fucking works. It's always closing down. <laughs> you go in there. And there's like books in there and and like coloring, but it's like kids stuff as well. No. But if you go into the works anyway, you can get probably an air frying cookbook for like a fiver. No. Oh, yeah. It's worth it then. I don't know how you don't know what the works is. I'm just, I, I, I can't imagine getting any more angry at you, Jamie, every time we speak. <laughs> I think the last three or four episodes, you just keep throwing this shit at me like you don't know what's going on. And then I'm just supposed to accept it and sit here and not and not be angry about it. <laughs> it's like we live in two completely different lives, Jamie. I mean, well, the high like, street. Like yeah, you're, I, you, like you're you on this shop on the high pedestal. street all the time. I don't ever... Ever, ever, I don't think I've been in a shopping mall to shop in probably about six years. Well, that's ridiculous. Why? Hey, what would you? Uh, oh, it's, uh, it's just been observation. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't even go into the works. I just know it's there. I mean, I walked past it. I might have been in one. I don't know. If, if I'm like, there you if go, it was like a homeware store. You wanted a feud. Fuck Argus. Fuck <laughs> Jamie. That's what happens right now. <laughs> what is it like? A Dunelm? A Dunelm? Yeah, it's that's a like a home bookshop. shop. It's not a home shop. The works is like a, it's like books and magazines and and like you can get like stationery and stuff in it. It's like a, a really cheap Smiths. What W H Smiths? Yeah. Did you just have to say W H Smiths because I because I said Smiths? Well, there's another thing called Smiths, which is a toy shop, isn't it? 
Yeah, but that's spelt different. Yeah, but it's still called. Yeah, but Smith. who? Who? Uh, we're adults, Jamie. <laughs> if I said to you, I'm going to pop down to Smith's, do you really think I'm going to go in a fucking toy shop? You might be picking up a. Xbox well, I'm going to go buy an Action Man. Oh, I went and saw Barbie, and now I want a fucking Barbie. <laughs> no, I'm going down to WH Smith's because I'm an old man. I'm going to put a bet on her. I'm going <laughs> to put a bet on a Smith. I'm going to buy a fucking lottery ticket. I went into Smith's the other day. WH Smith's for Jamie. What the f- lot? A load of shite is in there. All I remember it being in there is there's like a little board game thing because I always used to try and look for board games in there. And then, other than that, it's all stationary, isn't it? Yeah, and then, like, books and some DVDs. And it's just a random... I don't understand, like, anyone that buys anything in there but a paper and a lottery ticket. So it's got, like, a kiosk as well, then? Like a like an Asda? When was the last time you went in Smith's? In the airport is the last time I've been in one. Such a fucking dickhead. I'm tired now, Jamie. I'm just. I'm, this is <laughs> Why are you getting angry at that? That's... <laughs> because it's it's hard to have a conversation like a civilized man, Jamie. And you have no idea what I'm talking about. You know I mean? Honestly, I think I have a feeling that the other thing that you're talking about works might be only in Scotland because I've never heard of that in my life. Well, you went. To, one of my mates worked there for years in Luton. In well, in Luton Town Centre. Yes. Where did, where was it in Newton Town Centre? In the shopping mall? Um, down by the... What is it now? Um, H&M end. I haven't been there for a long time, so I think it's that end. The Galaxy end. Like, it was like... You know where the Burger King was? Wilkinson's was there. Yeah, it was next to Wilkinson's. Tiny little shop. It was like long. Long and short. No, I don't reckon. I don't remember. I, I remember it went from like Wilkinson's. What was next to it? Maybe I just walked past it. There was like a millets around there as well. A what? Millets. Millets? Yeah, like that camping shop. Oh, okay. One second. Show I'm me the logo. See. Maybe I might recognise it. Let me Google it. Discount shop in Luton. Yeah, it's still there. It just it's just the works. It's like blue. Uh I must have been in there. I used to love stationery and shit. I was a child. Yeah, it's where you would, like, if you were out with your parents, obviously I got younger brothers, and it'd be like, you'd go in there and they'd get a fucking, a colouring book or something, and then I'd always, like, look for something for myself. That's weird that it's, it's like a Mandela effect, man. I don't recognise the I, logo whatsoever, but I must have gone into it. I think it's Jamie just being a prick to wind me up. <laughs> It's it's very late, Jamie. Uh, I, my tampers. I got to go to work. I'm hungry, but I'm not going to eat because I've got to go to bed. It's just all these things on top of each other, Jamie. You hate it when I don't know things, don't you? You hate it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm not intelligent at all. And the, and the, when you 
don't know something, it makes you feel even more fucking stupid. And I'm like, am I am I unspacey or something? How does Jamie? It not doesn't make this? you look stupid, does it? it? It makes me look like why they, I've I've clearly just been walking around the fucking shopping mall without actually looking at where I'm going in. Just walking straight in like a fucking retard or something. <laughs> anyway, that's enough. I think I think the listeners, if they've made it this far, have had enough as well. <laughs> if they made it past the Urban Dictionary corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's fighting through it just to hear their email. <laughs> right. With a very upset Dan, we're going to end this episode. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask Charlotte when I go in there. Um, yeah, we started off with a bit of a crude game. Hopefully, it didn't put too many of you off the uh, podcast. It goes along with our comedy, so I don't think it would. Um, yeah, some very serious questions, and lovely to hear some new emailers coming in as well. We didn't just have previous emailers. So it's nice to hear new voices and it's nice to hear from some old voices. Some of them were some real original fucking listeners, which is so good to hear that people are still listening like nearly a year and a half down the line. Um, But yeah, if you want a shout out, if you want to give us feedback, questions for the show, anything you like, send it into twomennohope at gmail.com. And uh, I'll see you on Monday, Dan. You will do, if I make it that far. (laughs) My anger has subsided, Jamie. (laughs) This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bruv. That's so much more off my mind.